Hey everyone, we're currently in the midst of a society that is gripped in fear due to the COVID-19 or coronavirus pandemic. We as first responders don't have a choice to run and hide because that's not who we are. We act in the face of fear. And yet, we're witnessing people act completely irrationally because of what the news media is telling them. And in that fear, for whatever reason, people are buying up all the world's toilet paper. I don't get it. In today's episode, I'll talk about why we're subject to fear, what it does to us, and I'll provide some strategies as to how to overcome fear so we can live happy, productive lives that will allow us to be the best firefighters and EMS professionals that we can be. You are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. What is fear? Fear is a chain reaction in the brain that starts with a stressful stimulus and ends with the release of chemicals that cause a racing heart, fast breathing, and energized muscles among a bunch of other reactions, and this is also known as the fight or flight response. This response starts in the region of the brain called the amygdala. A threat stimulus, such as the news telling us that we're all going to die from COVID-19, triggers a fear response in the amygdala, which activates areas involved in preparation for motor functions involved with that fight or flight response. There's an added effect to the fear response. We have learned a lot about fight or flight, but one response that has recently become known is the freeze response. So now it's fight, flight, or freeze. When people are faced with a threat, they either fight, they make flight, or they freeze where they are. This is all due to that individual's ability to have control over their responses and act accordingly. As firefighters and EMS professionals, we are expected to do this, not only by those that we serve, but by the people that we serve with. I'm going to go over some things that are going to help us become more in control over our fear response. And in doing that, it's going to just make us that much better in being the first responders that we should be and the first responders that the public expects us to be. So there's 14 of them, guys, so get ready to hunker down because here we go. Number one, understand and embrace fear. 
It's important to take an objective approach to fear and keep in mind that it exists to help keep us safe. It's not inherently a bad or a good thing, but a tool that we can use to make decisions that could potentially keep us alive. There are different levels of fear, and the extremes on both ends of that spectrum will destroy us. Fear isn't designed to keep us paralyzed, but to help us act in a way that can generate the results that we need and the results that we want. Embrace fear as a kind of instruction and let it inform your actions, not control them. Number two, don't just do something, stand there. We tend to admire people who are quick to action, right? In the fire service, we've hailed these people as, quote, aggressive firefighters. But being deliberate, creating a plan, and acting appropriately are also actions. A lot of injuries and deaths have occurred due to taking action for the sake of looking like you're taking action. That's it. You just want to look like you're doing something. Oh, I got to do something. I got to do something. But when fear strikes, consider whether the correct action might be to take a minute, analyze the options, formulate a proper strategy, and then take the appropriate action instead of jumping into the fire as a way to be that reckless, aggressive firefighter that would get people injured or even killed. Think of the ranking system. So like the higher up in rank you climb, the more you're expected and the more you're looked to, to take that minute, analyze the options, formulate a strategy, and then take the appropriate action. The higher up you climb, the more you're expected to do that. So understand that that's a valuable skill to grow in yourself, and it's a valuable skill to see in others. So don't act like being an aggressive firefighter just means you're going to kick down the door and drag everybody out, because that's not how it is. A lot of the times, those are the people who are reckless, and those are the people who get themselves or others injured. Number three, name your fear. Sometimes just saying what it is that you fear out loud can help put things in perspective. If you don't say it out loud, maybe try writing it down. Either way, you can manifest it on your terms, and by doing that, you give yourself instant power over it because you're bringing it out of the darkness where it would otherwise hide, and you're pulling it into the light. Number four, think long-term. Longevity is the key in our line of work. We want to stay in the game as long as possible, right? That's how we win, not by getting some kind of score. So when we focus on the end game and the long term, we remain objective and can identify those things that really matter in the end. Things like your personal health, the time that you want to spend with your family, maybe even your side business aspirations. This will help you focus on what really matters rather than the small fires in front of you. Number five. Educate yourself. Fear of the unknown is the biggest challenge that we face. Franklin Roosevelt said it best, right? The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. If your fear is based on a lack of information, then get the information or knowledge you need to examine the situation based on the facts rather than speculation. Number six, prepare, practice, role play. The number one fear in the United States is public speaking. Death ranks second to standing in front of a group of people and opening your mouth. If your fear is related to your performance in a certain activity, then prepare, practice, and role play. 
Think about it. We do this all the time when it comes to training for a fire or an EMS situation, right? Why wouldn't we take a similar approach when it comes to the individual fears that we have? So prepare, practice, and role play. Number seven, utilize peer pressure. In regards to this, I'm talking about the positive side of peer pressure. Just like jumping off a cliff to the lake below, you may have only done that because you witnessed your buddies do it and everything turned out okay. Peer pressure, just like fear, can be a positive or negative motivator. And I've said it before, you are a combination of the five people you hang around. So be conscious in surrounding yourself with people who are going to push you to overcome the fears that are holding you back from what you want. Number eight, visualize success. When I first did the candidate physical ability test or the CPAT to get hired as a firefighter, I'd write down a list of the different events that I would be expected to do in order. Then I would visualize myself going through each station. Mental mapping like this ensures that when we perform movements with our bodies, it's more likely to follow its preordained path. The same practice can be applied to your mental ability, and it's going to help you with whatever you're trying to achieve. Number nine, gain a sense of proportion. Is the issue really that big of a problem? Is the fear response of others causing fear in you? If so, it's time to gain some perspective. We shouldn't be so laser focused on an event or a task that we neglect to contribute to the bigger objective. Sometimes I ask myself, what's the worst that can happen? Then I act based on how much I'm willing to risk. I will typically identify what the worst thing is, and then I'll throttle back my actions from there. The reality of the situation may be bad, but you might find that the fear of the situation is far worse than whatever it is you're actually afraid of. Number 10, get help. One of the biggest challenges I've seen men and women in the fire service face is their need to do things alone, or they're feeling like they need to do things on their own. And, and, and this is in spite of the fact that they are a part of a crew and a larger organization, right? A larger brotherhood. Or so we say, we have people close to us that care about us and that would be happy to help us in our time of need. Professional sports athletes have coaches, right? Think about it. As professional athletes, which we are, make no mistake, we should have a coach as well. Sometimes our friends can be the one to provide the needed support to face your fear, even if they have no expertise in the area that you're struggling with. Don't let your fear keep you alone and in the dark. Reach out into the light and get the help that you need. Number 11. Follow others and do your homework. Everyone knows something that you don't know, right? You've heard me say that before. There is knowledge all around us. In 2020, there's no valid excuse to not have knowledge about something. If you're looking to learn about a specific topic, I can almost guarantee you that someone else has done the research already. So humble yourself enough to learn from others. The more you know about a subject, the less you will have fear related to the lack of knowledge of that subject. And books are a great resource. Which brings me to number 12. Have a positive attitude. One of the greatest books that I've ever read was written by Viktor Frankl. In Man's Search for Meaning, Frankl writes about how keeping a positive attitude 
when conditions are less than ideal, shall we say, can literally save your life. And if you think this is a lot of like woo-woo science, then let me make it known that Frankel was one of the two leading psychologists of his time. And he came to this hypothesis and conclusion during his time spent in not one, but three different Nazi concentration camps. Okay, so if you think that having a positive attitude doesn't sound like it has that much of an effect in your life, then you need to do yourself a favor and read this book. Number 13, be willing to adapt. We've all heard the adage, if at first you don't succeed, try again. But there's also the saying, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? If you're afraid to do something again simply because it didn't work out the first time, figure out why it didn't work and try a different approach. This is where our after action review comes in, right? Figure out what worked, figure out what didn't work, make some changes and try it again. Because when we're on a fire or when we're dealing with an, uh, an EMS patient or like a respiratory patient, we have to come up with a solution. Like we don't get to just toss our hands up and turn around and walk away. You have to come up with a, with a solution. So perform your AAR, look and see what's going on. If what you're doing isn't working, make an adjustment and try again. Number 14, focus on others as your motivation. When service is your priority, success will be your reward. We are already focused on serving others. And when fear sets in, by focusing on how your efforts could be the difference between life and death for another, we can stay focused on what it is that we could and we should do. Hiram Smith, the co-founder of Franklin Covey, once asked a mother in his audience during a presentation if she would be willing to cross a, a standard metal I-beam placed from the roof of one skyscraper to another. And she said no, she wouldn't. He asked her if she would do it for a million dollars and then added, now there was a bit of wind and some raindrops falling. And she shook her head again. Nope, not going to do it. Then he told her to imagine he was holding her child over the edge of the opposite building. And if she wasn't there in 10 seconds, he would drop the child. What do you think her answer was under those circumstances? Throughout our lives, we've all felt the effects of fear but we don't all react or respond the same. We are set apart as firefighters and EMS professionals in that we have accepted a higher calling and along with that comes responsibility. It's up to us to be first responders and not first reactors. We need to act in spite of our fear and to do so in a safe and effective manner. How do we do that? By arming ourselves with knowledge and not being afraid to confront our fears. As always, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Ignited Firefighter podcast. Please subscribe and share. As we delve deeper into these topics, we can come together and help each other learn and grow. And if you're enjoying the show, please do me a favor and give me a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast on. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. And please feel free to shoot me a message and ask any question you want to. I'm building this community for us. And one way you can become more directly involved is to join the Ignited Firefighter Podcast community on Facebook. This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. You can also join the Ignited Readers Book Club on Facebook. Every month I select a new book selection and it'll focus either on leadership, 
tactics, or culture. One of the three, and sometimes we just read whatever we want for whatever we want's sake. But please join it if you like reading books, and we'll connect and share different books that have had an impact on us. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.